church said. Amen. On this resurrection morning as we celebrate, whether you will consider with me from the gospel as recorded by St. Mark, chapter 16, verse 7. Stick your finger there and go over to Luke chapter 23. 42 and 43. It's Mark, Mark 16, Luke 23. <clears throat> From Luke 23, beginning with verse 42. There's a statement before Jesus died on the cross. It says, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily, I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And then from the gospel that recorded by St. Mark, this is after the resurrection. Mark 16, 7. These are the words you find there. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter. That he go before you in the Galilee. There shall ye see him. As he said unto you. Amen. I want just for a few minutes just to talk from this subject. Will the Lord remember me? Will the Lord remember me? Two bodies of scripture. One right before his death. And the second right after his resurrection. But these two questions capture the whole purpose of his coming to this world. John 3.17 says, For God sent not his son into the world, not to, he sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world might through him be saved. Him poet in the last century raised that question and I believe that that question resonates at one point or another in the mind of every believer. Yes. These are the words of the hymn poet. He says uh, a few, just a few lines of it. Will the Lord remember me Amen. when I am called to go? 
When I have crossed death's chilly sea, will he his love there show? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, isn't that a probing question? When I come down to the end of this journey. Oh, I know you don't think about it on a daily basis, but every now and then you need to steal away and think about it. Will the Lord remember me? I know it's a probing question to me, it, it, and, and it has to cross your mind every once in a while. I, I, I know that I have accepted him as Lord and Savior, and that means I am saved from the penalty of sin. It means I am saved from the power of sin. I know that I'm saved by grace through faith. I've got all of that down. But, but when that time comes and I find myself beholding his face, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, you got to wonder, what, what will his response be? Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, I know, I know, I know he'll be happy. I, I know it'll be a wonderful thing to be able to report that I've been at church, that I, 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 went, I went to church most of the time, that I spent my life doing church. I, I'll be able to report all of that. But what will his response be to the crazy stuff I did? <laughs> Don't sit there and look at me. You did some crazy stuff too. <laughs> What will his response be to the mistakes that I have made, to, to the bad choices that I have made in that? What, 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 what will his response be to the lack of faith that I have shown sometimes? To my failures and yeah, and, and when those times that I failed to acknowledge him in all of my ways. But every time I come to the resurrection story. I am encouraged by these two statements in scripture. One made to a thief. Y'all ain't hearing me. One made to a thief right before Jesus died on the cross. Huh? A thief. Never did any good. Just a thief. But these are the words to a thief right there on the cross. The words to the thief from Jesus is this day. Y'all ain't hearing me. This day, you see, will be with me. In, and that ought to give somebody a little hope here today. You will be with me in paradise. And then he sends this message to his disciples after the resurrection. He, his disciples and Peter, and, and, and after all, they, they've all really, when you really, if you know the whole story, read the whole story, after all of his disciples have abandoned him, he's on his way to the cross. All of them, except for John, abandoned him. Peter denied that he even knew the man are y'all hearing me but even after all of that his statement after he got up was go tell my disciples 
Y'all ain't hearing me. Go tell my disciples and don't forget about old Lord Al Peter. <laughs> Go tell my disciples and Peter. Are y'all hearing me? I'm encouraged because in spite of the fact that they all came up short. In spite of the fact that they all came short of his glory, Jesus still had them all on his mind. If you don't shout about nothing else I say here today, you ought to shout because in spite of whoever you are, he still has you on his mind. The thief on the cross who admitted that he deserved to die and the disciples who disappeared when the going got tough. But I'm most fascinated by his special invitation to Peter. Yeah. Now, I don't think you're any better than, than any of them. But, but I'm just fascinated by this special invitation that he sends to Peter. It seems like Peter somehow, yeah, yeah, he messed up the most. It seemed like he, he, he just sort of yeah, yeah, wants to make sure that Peter gets his message. So when I look at Peter's record, I see me. I know, I know, I know. You try to find yourself in the Bible. I, I want to be David. <laughs> a man after God's own heart. I, I really want to be a Daniel who prayed three times a day. I, I really wish I could say that I was some of those Abraham men of faith, but when I look at it, I, I, I'm more like Peter. Y'all ain't hearing me. When I see Peter, I see me. Look at Peter. It's almost like Peter was two people. Of all the disciples, Peter was the most forthright, but he was also the most fickle. Y'all hearing this? He was the most impressive, but he was also the most impulsive. He, he, he was a personification of that old Negro spiritual. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Can anybody relate? Almost level to the ground. Sometimes he was all the way in with Jesus. And then sometimes he got sort of iffy with Jesus. Yet, after the resurrection, the message is sent, go tell my disciples and Peter. Y'all ain't hearing me. You, you, you really can't appreciate this line until you really look back over Peter's tenure as a disciple. In Luke 5, in Luke 5, even before he became a disciple, he, he showed a disciple, he showed signs of, of rebellion. Luke 5, you remember the crowds came to see Jesus and hear the message. Jesus saw Andrew and his brother James and John, sons of Zebedee, and he used their boat. You remember, he used their boats. He said, I, I, I need to, you fishermen, I need to use your boat to, to go out. He said, cast out in the deep. 
I need to use your boat. The the people are gathering around. I need a place where I can talk to everybody. Let me use your boat. And so he says to them, uh, he he used the boat. And then after he uses the boats of the fishermen, he said, now, since you've been so kind as to let me use your boat as a pulpit, I want to be kind to you. I want to do something for you. He said, cash your nets out into the deep. Yeah. You're going to catch some fish now. Right. Cash, cash your nets out in the deep. Listen to Peter. <laughs> Peter said, listen, don't know where you come from, don't know who you are. Been hearing a little stuff about you, but we are fishermen. All right. All right. We know how to fish. Yeah. We, we know what we're doing. And here you come, they tell me you're a carpenter, son. I don't know where, what you know about fishing. But we've been out here all night. All night. And we have caught nothing. Yes. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. But, but, but when he saw, yeah, yeah, Jesus, Jesus said, but, 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 but this, is the, this is the beauty of it. Been out here all night, haven't caught anything. Here's where everybody needs to get to the little point right here. Nevertheless, <laughs> Nevertheless, that, that turns stuff around. Yeah, yeah, I think I, 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 I got, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm a know-it-all. I know everything. Nevertheless, at thy word, because you said it, we're going to let these nets down. Let their nets down, and the Bible says... Fish came from everywhere. They had more fish and what they could do anything. And when he saw what happened, the same defiant Peter, when he saw what happened, he, he, he looked at Jesus and said, look, I am a sinner. Don't know who you are, but you need to get away from me as fast as you can. Jesus didn't do that. Instead, Jesus says something in you I can use. <laughs> Anybody want to shout? That's a good place right there. See, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, or how crazy you've been, Jesus said, I, I see something in you I can, I can use. He says, I will make you fishers of men. If you follow me, you, you, you're doing all right with the fish, but I'm going to make you fishers of men. If you follow me, it was Peter in Mark 10 that showed signs of selfishness. He had the audacity to ask Jesus after the rich young ruler came and talked to Jesus and Jesus told him what he told him and the rich young, young man walking off. Yeah, because he did not want to make the sacrifices. Uh, Yeah, Peter watches this young man walking off, but Peter realizes that although he's walking off, he still got all of his stuff. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, he he walking off. He's rich when he comes, and yeah, he doesn't want to do what Jesus says, so he's walking off, but Peter is watching. He said, yeah, he's walking off, but he still got all his stuff. What we got? Are y'all hearing me? And he looked at Jesus and said, Jesus, 
we, we, we did what you said. We are following you. He's walking off with his stuff. What I want to know, Jesus, is uh, since we've been following you, what's in this for us? <laughs> Peter, Peter said, what are we going to get out of this? It was Peter. Matthew 14, one of the highest moments, asked Jesus to let me walk with you on the water. <laughs> you have to be careful what you ask for. It was Peter. Jesus, let me do what you're doing. Let me walk with you on the water. And, and Jesus allowed him, and he did walk. But it didn't take him but a moment to lose his faith. And he began, I'm just trying to show you Peter. <laughs> trying to show you Peter in us. Peter would have his up moments. He would have his up moments. And Caesarea Philippi, he was up that day. He, Jesus asked, who do men say I am? And while the rest of them were searching for safe answers, Peter spoke right out of his heart. He says, I know who you are. I've been watching you. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus blessed him. Are y'all hearing me? He blessed him, 1617. He, he blessed him and shared that, that, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that this is the kind of faith that I'm going to build my church on. He blesses Peter. But before he could even get out of this chapter, the same Peter put his foot in his mouth. Are y'all hearing me? Just got blessed by Jesus. And now in, in verse 23, Jesus got to rebuke him for letting the devil use him, saying, get thee behind me, Satan. You see how Peter is just up and down, up and down. He was on it in John when the masses of people began to walk away from Jesus got confused over what Jesus was teaching. And the Bible says that, that yeah, your many disciples turned and walked away and walked with him no more. Jesus turned around to the 12, including Peter, and said, now, are y'all going to walk away too? Are y'all going to leave me? Are you, will you all also, will you also leave me? Listen to Peter. This is on his, one of his good days. Peter looked at Jesus and said, where are we going? Where are we going? You alone have the words to eternal life. And we believe and we are sure that you are the Christ, son of the living God. Peter got on. He was on it sometime. It was in the garden that he should have been praying when he went to sleep. Woke up fighting, took out his blade and cut a man's ear off. It's in the Bible. It was Peter who said, Jesus, I will never leave you. You can always count on me. But it wasn't long after that that he stood around the campfire and said, I don't even know the man. I, three times, I don't even know him. I'm just trying to give you a picture of 
how Peter's life was just up and down. Just trying to give you a picture of how his life was not that squeaky clean like all of us would like. He, he was up and down in life. And now would be a good time for you to go ahead and admit that you ain't always been all of that. Since we, since we've uncovered Peter here, since, since we laid out his laundry, now would be a pretty good time for all of us up in here to do a self-examination and just lay it out there, I ain't been all of that. I've done the best I could. I've tried to do my best in service, but the truth is I ain't been all of that. Like Peter. You've had your moments of success. Like Peter, you've had some triumphs over some things. But then you had some days that you outright failed. I'm talking about you and me. Let me just talk about me. There have been some days that I just flat failed to represent him the way he should have been represented. But the thing I want to celebrate about this resurrection morning is what happened on the morning that Jesus got up from the grave. Women went to the tomb where yeah, they met an angel and, 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 and this angel they met had a message from the Lord. Get this now. The, the, the message left for with the angel to yeah, go tell his disciples and Peter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you see, y'all don't know when to shout. Go tell his disciples and Peter with all of his faults, with all of his failures. Go tell his disciples and Peter that he goes before you to Galilee. Yes, Peter. He messed up along the way, but tell him to come too. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, Peter, he can, he can be selfish sometimes, uh, but tell him he's invited to the meeting too. Sometimes uh, his faith hadn't always been what it should have been, but, but tell him to come on too. He, he got anger management problems. But tell him to come on too. He denied even knowing me. But tell him. Tell him to come too. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. But I, I thank God. I thank God that he included Peter. Anybody want to shout? That's a good. I thank God that he included Peter. With all of his shortcomings, with all of his hang-ups, and with all of his mishaps, he still included Peter. And the reason I thank God that he included Peter is because uh, I've had my share of hang-ups. I've had my share of mishaps along the way. Y'all ain't hearing me. And the thing that makes me shout is uh, if he remembered Peter. 
somebody ought to help me here. If he remembered Peter, I just believe that when I come down to the end of my journey, if he remembered Peter, yes, he will remember me. So now, yes, I can go back and finish the song that I started at the beginning of the sermon. Will the Lord remember me? And the answer is yes. Yes. The rest of the song says yes. He heard my feeble cry and he came to set me free. And when I reach the pearly gates, he will remember me. But wait a minute, wait a minute, let's go back and grab one more example, yeah, right there on the cross, there's a thief, yeah, who cried out in his last moments, Lord, when you come into your kingdom, yeah, please remember me, here's a shout right here, Jesus stopped dying long enough. Yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, he stopped dying uh, long enough uh, to tell a thief, yeah, that this day, yeah, you will be uh, with me uh, in paradise. Uh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, when I look uh, at the whole story, it was such a shame. Oh, a shame to kill him there on the rugged cross but such a death was needed to rescue all of us that was lost his blood was made a ransom to set the captive free and I know I know know that I'm included and he will, he will remember me. Yes, we celebrate his resurrection today. But I can't change my story. Before I sit down, you hear it every Sunday, but I gotta say it one more time. Jesus, Jesus, he picked up my cross uh, and he put it uh, on his shoulder. Yes, uh, they nailed him uh, to an old uh, rugged cross. They nailed his hands. Uh, he never said a word. They nailed uh, his feet uh, and he never said a word. He died. He died. He died. On an old uh, rugged cross, they laid him in a bowery tomb. But you want to know why we celebrate? Yeah, you want to know why you're all in the house today? Yeah, you want to know why you got on all those pretty clothes? It's because early, early, early Sunday morning, he got up. He got up with all power, all power, all 
of how in his hands. You want to know why we celebrate? You know what we're celebrating? We're celebrating because when he got up, he got up for us. He, he got up for us. We had no place. But he says, I'm going to prepare a place. I'm going to prepare a place. Oh, before that, we had nowhere to go. We had nowhere to turn. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I go and prepare a place. I'll come back and I'll receive you under myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Oh, my brothers and sisters, this world is not our home. And whether you want to think about it or not, you're going to need somewhere to go. You, go, you got to move. Are you hearing me? You got to move. Moving ain't so bad if you got somewhere to go. And because of Jesus, because of Jesus, we have a place when this life is over because of what he did, because of the sacrifice he made. We have a place. The only key you've got to believe on him you've got to accept the gift he's given the gift but a gift is no good unless you accept the gift and here in this house today in as much as you showed up in as much as you're in the house since you got up and got dressed and came out it would be a shame to leave here unsaved today it's a simple is saying I believe you hear me it's as simple as saying I believe that get it now not I understand that I believe that we're not saved by our understanding we're saved by our belief and God has a way of increasing our understanding as we study his word and as we our understanding will increase but today if you can just believe on him he will he'll remember so on the cross of Calvary the Lord was crucified mobs stood around about him and mocked him until he died two thieves are nailed beside him to share his agony but one of them cried out to him oh Lord remember you can cry out this morning. You can just say, remember me. Just come forward and say, Lord, I, 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 don't, want, I don't want to be left. Remember me. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Stood round a 
If you're unsaved, this is your invitation to turn that all around. If you don't have a church home, you don't have a home, a place to call home, this is your opportunity now to move. The church is praying for you now. The church is praying for you. And as the church prays, my prayer is that you will move forward now. Make Jesus your choice. Except this is your church home. Thank you. 
rose from the dead. Lord, we thank you that Friday paid our debt, but Sunday preserved our domain. Sunday morning gave us something to look forward to. Friday blotted out my sin, but Sunday morning sanctified my soul. Lord, we come down for the man, for the woman, for the boy, for the girl who doesn't know this Jesus whom we speak of. We thank you for the preaching of that very gospel. That, that is the very good news. The good news that he died, but he ain't dead. And so, Lord, now we ask that by your spirit and in his power that you affix yourself to somebody's heart who doesn't know who you are. And they say, I yield, I yield. I, I can't hold out any longer. I come to give myself away to him. So, Lord, wherever you are, those in the sanctuary and those virtually the Bible simply declares that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you shall be saved and right there that is our prayer in Jesus name amen come on somebody come on in, in the the cross Come on, come on. Give your life to him. The oh, be, be mine. Come on, come on. My glow. You got a chance to give your life to him. your life to him. Beyond the if you will just lift your voice one more time for that.
songwriter said that the first line that you got to be near the cross love the song love the song teaches us a, about prepositions that you got to be near the cross that the only way you can see Jesus is being near the cross but being near the cross won't get you there later on he changes the preposition he said you got to get in the cross he said that my glory is found in the cross. I'm, I'm just trying to help somebody that you got to get in it. You, you can come and be a part of the worship, but you got to get in the cross to be a part of the family of God. And is there anybody here that can thank God that I have come in the cross? That I laid my burdens down in the cross? That I gave up, the go I gave up everything in the cross? Is there anybody here that can thank him that I'm in the cross? I'm reaching out for somebody who may not be there. Get in the cross. You still got time to give yourself to him. Amen. 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 I want to thank God for this day. I want to thank God for our pastor. Thank God for the message of the cross. Thank God for all of you, both here in the sanctuary and all of you virtually with us. Thank God for your giving, your continued stewardship to this, the local church of God. But when you give to the local church, you upbuild the kingdom of God because it gives the local church the ability to do ministry for the people of God in the world. And so we want to thank you. So uh, I just want you to prepare your giving, prepare your tithes. But this is also a time where we want to pray with one another. That if there are those, if you would just stand on your feet, we're, we're ready to go home if you stand on your feet. If there are those who feel a need to, for prayer, you can come down and pray with us in this moment of call. But if Amen, amen. And the Bible declares that we should pray without ceasing. Learned a long time ago as a child that prayer is always in order. Prayer is our ability to communicate with a holy God. That We take the feebleness of our lips, as we have heard Peter say, the same lips that can curse folk out can lift God up in prayer. And he can touch the feebleness of our let's let's pray. Lord, we come as bowed as we possibly can in this moment. To first tell you thank you. We want to thank you because you are God. Because you are God, you've given us the power to get up this morning. Because you are God, you continue to breathe the breath of life 
in our nostrils. Because you are God, you allowed us to have a rightness of our mind. Because you are God, you allowed us to come to your house on the day we celebrate the rising of your son. And Lord, we just say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us during the week. We thank you, Lord, for the provision of a job. And if we don't have a job, we thank you for keeping us even without a job. Lord, yeah, I hear that. We're, we're so grateful in this moment, Lord, because you are a God that gives in spite of. In spite of anything that we've ever done wrong, in spite of anything that we haven't done for your people, you still gave unto us, and for that we are grateful. Lord, we now pray for those who stand in front of us, where, whether they came down or whether they're still in the pew. We pray that you be a God who continues to let them know that you care in the in, in their weaknesses you care in the moments in the midnight with many tears you care when the chilly hand of death touches our lives you still care you cared enough Lord that you sent your only son you cared enough that the son gave his life. He died, but he didn't stay dead. Early Sunday morning, that same son got up. Here's the further piece of the good news. The gun that got up one day will return to receive those unto himself. The Bible declares that one day the trump of God will sound. Say it will sound so loud that the very dead in Christ will be raised and we which remain shall be snatched away to meet the Lord in the air and the good news is we will be with him forever for that Lord we are grateful we're grateful that even with all its issues our country is a free place we're grateful grateful Lord we ask that you just keep us Lord, for, forgive us of the sins we knew we were committing and even the ones we didn't forgive us be with us go before us fight our battles in our stead Lord we'll give you glory We'll give you honor and we'll give you praise. For it is in the name of Jesus, a name that is above every name. It is at the name of Jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess to the glory of God that he is Lord in that name. The name that my grandmama called on. The name that my grandfather. That name. It is in his name we pray. 
and we ask every blessing amen and amen flow flowing from my heart are the issues of my heart is gratefulness amen amen just stay on your feet stay on your feet on our way out on our way out there are receptacles on either side for those that give here in the sanctuary. If you're giving online, we ask you to continue to do so. God be with us till we meet again. unto him who is able able to present us blameless before his exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority and now may that be both henceforth and forevermore and the people of God say There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on tuesday wednesday or thursday from 10 a.m until 2 p.m it's not necessary to wait until sunday to give Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.